whatever gives you goosebumps, whatever makes you happy while you're doing it, um, that's really what you have to kind of keep going towards. And even if it's something that, like, I like this and it makes me happy, but can I really do it? That question that you're asking yourself, that that's, okay, that's meant for you. Right. That's don't worry you, about it. Yeah, don't worry about that, man. Because, right. you know, you, you got to take that shot. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box. I don't know really I'm anything you about it. you, by the way. I'm with you on it. Yeah. That's great. That's great, though. I don't I'm, know anything about you other than the fact that you coached my son Cody for a while. <laughs> yeah. And I kind of like going in like kind of cold because I want to hear the story from the person, not my own preconceived notion. For sure. Yeah. For sure. So yeah. that being said, let's segue into who are you? <laughs> uh, Chris, who are you? Listen, I'm just Give us guy. an intro, actually. I'm and just who guy. are you? So I'm, I'm intro. My name is Chris Aguado. Um, I am, I would say, a consultant. I consult student athletes. I train them. Uh, I mentor them. You know, whatever I can do to help them, you know, within their journey in their life. That's what I do. Um, What's the journey, though, you're better at helping them with? Like professional athlete, student athlete, life? What, what is it? I think it's life. I think it's life because because the the sports is really the 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 bridge. That's how we bridge the gap. That's how I. That's how the kid that I talk to, um, or young adult that I right. talk to. That's how we we break that ice. Like, right. oh dang, you did this too. Like, you're not only putting me through this pain, but you went through this pain, and you know the struggle. You know the grind. Exactly. So it's like okay, that's a, that's a little respect there. So it's like yes. all right, cool. Now we can train. Now I can mentor you. Now I can get to know you. So the you training I mean? is almost like it's the medium or the bridge to the. The coaching that it's you the want art. to do, the, yeah, it's the art. You really want to, you really want to train them, like life, life coach them. Is I would say this: the training yeah. is building mental fortitude for them. Like it's building that mental strength because a lot of them come in wanting to quit, or I can't do it, or I'm not good enough, or I'm too good and I don't need to lift, right? Or I don't need to train because I'm already blessed, right? But that's where we really kind of, all right, let's break you down a little bit. All right, you're that good. All right, cool, do this. Oh, you're struggling. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not that good. Right. Let's fix that and, and, and build your mind while we're fixing your body at the same time. So a lot of the kids come to me with, I would say, their own issues, meaning I'm not that good at my sport. That's one issue. I'm not good at school. That's another issue. Uh, I got low self-esteem, low confidence. That's another issue. So every kid just comes with a different different problem that I love to fix, that I love to help gotcha. to try and fix. You know. So you're not training just like... Because some people train professional athletes. For sure. Some people train collegiate athletes. Yeah. You're not training just elite athletes. You just like training. You love training people and kind of helping people figure out their shit through sports training. Yes. It's, sometimes it's about exactly. the sports training because they need to get better at their sport, to your point. For sure. But sometimes they just need to like get, get ready for life a little bit better. Build their self-esteem. So you don't have a preference. You're not like, honestly, no, I man, really like, like I will say this though. I don't get mad, but I kind of dislike the title trainer. I don't like that. Cause it's like, I feel like I do more than that. You know, right. I feel like I'm an army Swiss knife. That's what they call it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or Swiss, Swiss, Swiss army, knife. Swiss army knife. There you go. So I, I just you. feel like a Jack of all trades. Like right. I could train you, you know, I got parents that call me and they're just like, Oh coach. Like, so my son has five offers. Like, which one do you think is the best? Like consulting? Like, all right. Eventually, I'm going to char start charging for those phone calls. You know Consulting I mean? for college entry, figuring out what college to, to apply for, how to get right. in, all of that. Right. Or, or even like my kid is a five-star recruit and he has about 20 offers. Like I had a phone call at my uh, my son's birthday this year. I'm at, I'm at Olive Garden. This lady calls me. Her son got like 
seven offers. SC, Texas, right? Texas wants him as a tight end. He's 6'5". I'm like, she calls me, hey, like, I want him to play receiver, but they offered him at this. I'm like, he's 6'5". Put your hand in the dirt and play D-end. You go into the league, easy. He's 6'5". So they call for those little things because, like, you. parents know, you know, you know your son. You know basketball. Right. But sometimes it's like, you know, I would love a little bit more feedback from somebody else, you know. And that, that's, that's where I feel like I add that extra value. Um, so you, you work a lot with high school <clears throat> kids youth, that are going into college? All the way up to college. So I got some college athletes, uh, youth athletes, and some high school athletes as well. Youth sure. meaning like what? what I, when what I say age? youth, I mean like I call them the babies. Yeah. Like five to like 12. Wow. Those okay, are the so babies. You, you start at five. My son is like five. So I train my son and his football team. So that's like, you know, nice. that I just recently started but do helping But you like that? that? The five-year-olds is a little... Ugh. Okay, then, but I don't mind it though. I, I don't. I don't mind it. My, you'll, you'll you'll probably. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you're probably gonna tighten up the age for sure as your son gets older. You know, we we'll just come down to six <laughs> six years old now. You know what? Right. So whoever is grandfathered in with your son, yeah, can't stay with the team. But what's that minimum age that you're gonna that you really want to work with? I would say I want to keep as I grow as a human being. I want to stay with the older group. Adolescent youth, just because they're struggling with a lot of issues at that at that time. From that 13 to 16, 17, they're struggling with a lot. Like we can we can go down the list. You know what I mean? There's I a lot of things that they're struggling with, but that's the age group eventually I want to work with. But I don't the nonprofit comes down to helping also the babies, you know, to where we can hold free camps for them. Yeah. And have professional athletes that were already a part of it or college athletes that were part of the program come back and give back to the kids. And it'd be free camps. That's eventually what the end goal would be. But right now, you know, I'm real that, big. That's in your dream to like run camps. What's your dream? Just curious. Ultimately. Honestly, I, right now I couldn't tell you specifically what a dream would be. Um, I do know like a life purpose that I, that I see myself okay. with this what nonprofit is, is to build a community center. So like when you think about, when I say community center, I think about like the YMCA, like yeah. big building where athletes can come in and they can, train, get recovery. They can uh, study. We can have a tutoring center. We have a field. Kids can train. They can get tutoring. They can they can get recovery. They can do, you know, the whole nine. So that's eventually, you know, a facility to where student athletes could come and get everything on top of the mentoring. Right. You know what I mean? That's the, for me, that's like, I see that as my vision right now. As far as like personal, I'm still trying to figure it out. So there's a lot of things I like. I like music. I've, I was just talking to my wife about like, I might want to just buy a little thing and start producing, making beats. Like, not for like nobody else, but for me. You know, I like music. Um, I like podcasts. Like, I love, I love just having conversations, shooting right. shit with people. Yeah, you know, this is your third podcast, you said, right? Like fourth, actually, fourth, fourth okay. podcast. So, I like it. Sitting down with cool people, you know, talking about hot topics. You know, I like it for sure. And I think moving forward, that's something that I wouldn't mind doing once I establish, you know, more of like my career side. Because right yeah. now, I'm still trying to establish myself as the trainer or, you right. know, the consultant, whatever right. you want to call it. Um, I'm okay with it, you know, yeah. but right now just trying to establish what I'm doing with my businesses and trying to figure out my, my path from there, you know? So tell me about the, the organization that, that you're So the organization is called No Handouts. That's okay. the nonprofit. A lot of the kids know it as NHO, just break it down easy. You know, I don't want to say no handouts every yeah. time, but that really just came from like my upbringing, you know? Um, and you started, you started. I started. The organization, the organization the myself. Yeah, for sure. I started uh, it myself in 2015. And that was really like, I got done playing football myself because I, you know, I, 
got done with college 2012. And in those three years from 2012 to 2015, I was, you know, getting to the league. That's my goal. Like CFL, NFL arena. I got signed by an arena team, um, had some CFL workouts. Um, and if I did an NFL combine, the, the regional combines and yeah. stuff like that, that was a great experience. But after a while, it was like, okay, if I only got to arena and I'm, they're giving me four or 500 a week, I can make that. You know, I had a daughter at a young age. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go back. 2015 came. I started coaching my brother. You know, he was in high school at the time and kids just started clinging to me. So I was training them for free. It was like, here, come train with me. Cool. Free. Just show me your report card. Because I was a kid that struggled in school. So like, you know what? I'm not going to let y'all be stupid. So I'll train you for free, but show me your report card. And that's how it really started. And then 2016 is when I, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to look into this 501c3 thing because I feel like I got a good, you know, I got a good mission here. And from 2016 to like 2020, it was like trial and error, just trying to figure it all out, um, trying to figure out what direction, you know, we went from like training kids only. And then it developed to like, I always wanted to help kids academically because I got better at academics or I started taking academics more serious my senior year in college when a teacher actually sat me down and was like, look, you're cheating or you're trying to copy off of this person's paper when you write better than them. Like, just apply yourself. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You're like already that, here. Like, you're already here, bro. Like, you write better than that person. Why right. would you copy that person? So You get caught up in, like, a, a habit. For sure. You see other people doing it and, oh, school's stupid. Right. But then I did this, like, in, in college, I was just, like, studying all night, you know, last minute shit. Sure. And then it hit me, too. I'm like, I'm paying for this shit. Right. Like, I'm literally paying for these classes. Yeah. I might as well try to learn. Like, actually sit, pay attention, learn. I got so much more out of it, man. But it was just just changing your mindset, as you know. A lot of it's mindset. It's, it's a thousand percent mindset. That's why training, sports, and life all kind of for sure go together, man. It's all analogous. Like, sure. you know what I mean? You you just like you said, the bridge to getting to these. I'm I'm listening to you, by the way, and I'm I'm really like trying to like I like to understand people. For sure. And I'm I'm definitely hearing like you really love helping i think kids yeah like i think that's what it comes down to and so because you are an athlete and understand training there isn't just one way you might do it through music that you mentioned nothing wrong with that you can be Mm multi-talented it's just you have you know training is an art form that you've come to become an expert in so you're using that as the platform for sure but it but I, i definitely don't see that being the only thing it's kind mm-hmm. of obvious like you you want to help kids that's that's what it comes down to yeah. trying to trying to help you figure out your life really and i yeah. think that stems from myself being raised in a household with no father and having all women around me so it was like my aunts my cousins were females so it was like who am i learning from you know so a lot of the conversations i didn't really get a mentor until i was like 25 and at that point it's like i already went through a lot Right. You know, and still going through a lot at that time. So it was like, dang, imagine if I had somebody at 12. Like I say this with my partner all the time. Like if I had me when I was 12 as a mentor, not even if I can go back, just if I had me as a mentor, somebody like me, I would probably would have been in the league right now. Right. Honestly, you know, and and that's just what it comes down to. So I'm like, you know, let me let me be the pillar for the next person, because maybe God put me on this earth to be that pillar for somebody else. Right. You know, so that's what I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. And why not? Because having sure. a, a, like, if you could find a bigger purpose, it just makes you more effective. For sure. Honestly, even for like, you know, individual career goals, finding that bigger purpose just helps motivate you, keeps you on course. 
you know i mean all all th anything we do is helping people anyway so you just got to yeah. find out how you want to do that best yeah you know i mean i i i will say this though even though i'm still trying to find myself and yeah. what i want for me yeah i love what i do right because you're on the right path yeah it's not really work you right. know like like right now we started at the at, at our training facility which you know we also i'm, I'm a partner at a training facility in glendale and that's tied into the nonprofit. Right mm -hmm. now we have a like a homeschool vendor program for kids that middle school athletes that don't want to go to regular school, but they want to go to like a, I'll say like, it's a school for the athlete that is more serious, the strict athlete, right? Um, to where they sit down, do their core curriculums for about four hours, and then they train for two. And by three o'clock, you did everything you needed to do. You didn't waste no time. You were efficient in everything you did. And with this, like I'm tutoring those kids. So now it's like, now I'm tutoring, like, okay, you know, I never thought I'd be a tutor, but meanwhile we launch, you know, yep. we get this thing off the ground. That's what we got to do. You know, we got to tutor. Do you the kids. like, do you like tutoring? It's easy. Like I, I can, once again, I can but connect. But do you like tutoring? I can connect with the kids. <laughs> so I would say that. You know what though? That should just be part of the services your company offers. For sure. That's how I see it. You're, 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 you're I'm seeing a vision for you, Chris. Yeah. You build, you're building something here. Mm -hmm. You're still young. You're going in the right direction. That's why you're loving what you're doing. But you're still kind of like, it's built, it's going to build into something bigger. Right. I can see that. Thank you. Like what you said, you're on the right track. Yeah. Like a center, like a boys and girls club, a YMCA. And that's, that's you how I see the, that's how I see the nonprofit. Yeah. Because right now there is, we're working yes. for the funding. So right now the nonprofit is that. You know, that's that's, that's eventually right. That's, that's eventually what I want to get to. But like the how I provide for my it. family is the training. Which you I don't I don't really see myself I don't see myself 60, 70, you know, hopefully beyond yeah. training. Like right. you get what I'm saying? No, like I don't I don't, I don't mind the the speeches, going to the schools and speaking. You know, I I love speaking engagement. You want to team up? Let's do it. I love I've speaking been talking about that for a long time. You know what I mean? Going to high schools and like, especially underprivileged high yep. schools and speaking mm -hmm. and saying, Hey, you know what I want? You know what the main message I want to give these high schools? Shoot. If there's one message I could give, it's, Hey, if you're being told you ain't shit, it's probably not true. Mm -hmm. I could tell you it's not true. Mm -hmm. Don't fucking believe it. Cause a lot of people I know growing up, thought they were they were nothing and i i probably had those thoughts too right a lot of negative talk you know and that's what i want to tell people man like you got to believe in yourself so mm -hmm. don't believe the fucking bullshit that you're hearing if you have a negative environment that's the starting point and I then like start that. start finding yourself you know what i mean this this game you got to always be going it, never, it never stops it's, no. al it's always going to be yeah. Like you're going to hit a high and then it's like, oh damn. Yeah. Like shit, I got to climb back up top. Like I just thought of something today I got to share. I was driving in a straight line and I was like, hey, even when you're going in a straight line, you're doing some work if you really pay attention. Like you still got to be like, like constantly adjusting, right. constantly tweaking, constantly offsetting, rebalancing. I'm saying it's just like life. Even sure. if it seems like a straight line, even with people that are successful, you got to always be working. If you're not solving, <laughs> every day shit happens. Every day you're going left or right, going yeah. off off track. You got to yeah. always be aware. You know what I mean? Always be working. For sure.
For sure. You always have to be working at something. That's, yes. that's one thing I've been trying to instill in my daughter, you know, because like she'll get to the point to where it's like, all right, I did two hours of homework, dad. Like, you know, now I can just chill the rest of the day. I'm like, babe, wait, wait, wait. There's 10 hours left. Like, you got to figure something out. You know, you can't just like chill for 10 hours. Like, right. you know, it's a difference if we work for the next six and then you get to chill for two and then the last two you can finish off maybe doing some chores or whatever, you know. Right. But to your point, like, life is always going to have something to solve. Some problem has to be solved in order for me to progress to the next stage of my life, for sure. For sure, every day. I've never had a day where I'm like, damn, nothing fucking needed to be solved today. Never. Right. Never did the day go totally smooth. There's always some shit you should be expecting to have problems to solve yeah. all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? For sure. For sure. Problem solving. That's, that's, Problem the, solving, that's the biggest man. thing I would say with a lot of the kids in this day and age is I hit a, a roadblock and it's like, I want to quit yep. or I want somebody to do it for me. Right. And that's the one thing I'm seeing now. There's like, there's a couple, you know, athletes I've been around throughout, you know, the past five years since I've been doing this to where it's like, a lot of the times is what they have at home. Yeah. You know, if, if like they're coming to train and they're getting good knowledge and, you know, but it's not being reciprocated at home, then it's like, you know, you're kind of like coming here, getting good knowledge, going home, and then you're going backwards. Backwards. You know what I mean? One so. step forward, two steps back. Exactly. exactly. That's hard to get over, man. Yeah. That's really hard. But you can get over that. You know what I mean? You can't be the, you don't have to be the product of your home. You are anyway, because you're yeah. exposed to it, but you can get out of it. If For you sure. Want to. For sure. There's a lot of habits I had seen in myself at a year, like early 20s. A lot of habits that I'm like, I see where I get these habits from. I'm gonna have to clean these up a little bit, you yep. know? So I had to have to grow. Like yeah. I told you, I had to grow. And this was, like I said, prior to my mentor. Right. So it's like, I was being called out for the things that I was doing wrong. And even my wife, like there's things she, she would call me out like, dude, you're, you're being lazy right now. I'm like, damn it. Like, I hate right. that she called me out for it, but right. like it, it, it well, made me better improve, though. You got to be open. You sure. got to be open with yourself. You got to be honest with yourself. Didn't we just talk about that earlier, right? You got to be able to take the criticism, take the feedback, and just grow with that feedback. You know, you can't just say, oh, you know what? You're wrong. Right. Like, no, you can't be victimized. You can't, you, you can't play that role. You can, what is it? The pity role. Right. You can't play that pity the role, man. Role. Like, yeah, come on, man. But um, you make excuses, it's, vic it's victim mentality, man. Blaming yeah. other people. Oh, poor me or this and that. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. You can do that. It's just... This game doesn't work very well when you do that. Yeah. It's like sports is a great analogy, man. If you're not willing to watch the game film and be honest about it, you ain't winning a championship. Yeah. If the coach is like, look, you missed a you missed a block, and you're like, No, I didn't, da 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 da. Dude, you're fucked. You gotta be always watching game film. Win or lose, watch game film. Sure. And if you're not, you're really not gonna improve. Life will teach you, man. Man. We were just saying, we had another interview <laughs> earlier. Life, this game is so complicated. Yeah. There's so many fucking like buckets that you need to have balance, like your health, your eating, academics, you know, making money, organizing, uh, family, folding your fucking clothes, family, yeah. you know, being a parent. Like it's so complicated. Like if you don't, if you get some, one thing wrong, if you're not good at all of them, this shit can take you down, man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Shit, so, I'm not even gonna lie, it's overwhelming. So it'll show times. you. You if you're not good at it, it'll show you. You'll start suffering in that area. For sure. You know? So you gotta look at yourself and go, fuck. Things aren't working and 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 improve it. Figure it out. Figure it out. Rubik's Cube, right? Yeah. You gotta figure it then. That's the thing, man. I, never ending I, Rubik's I actually 
I've always been, uh, I've always loved the negative feedback though. That's the one thing really? I will say. I've always wow. loved it. Where did, where did that get instilled? How did you get that? I couldn't even tell you. Really? I, all right. I, all right. Let me, I think I can. All right. So I've always been a type of person when I can't solve a problem, I have to figure it out. Like, okay, skateboarding. I couldn't do a kickflip. How am I going to figure this out? Like, I need to figure it out, right? Or, um, for example, tutoring with the kids. They were talking about Frederick Douglass the other day, but I didn't read the article. So I'm like, Google, let me, let me read it real quick. Because <laughs> right. I want to know so I can help you, right? Or, like, I'm the type of person that I need to know. So, for example, you know, I started playing football late. Um, I played street ball, but we all know street sports are different than organized sports. Right. So when I finally got to the pads and everything in ninth grade, it was like, oh, shit, like, that shit is, this is different. Like. I got to go hit that guy. <laughs> Shit. I got to go hit that guy full speed, him running at me. I'm like five, six. Like, so I learned, okay, I'm not that good. Now, how do I get better? Like a coach once told me, like I, I had told him, like, how do you run a speed out? Like, you know, you just stick your foot in the ground or break down. Coach told me legit yes, as a junior in high school, he said, you're not fast enough to run that route. So don't worry about it. Like, all right, bet. All right. End of senior year. Hey, coach, can I get my film? You know, I feel like I, I had six interceptions my senior year. Can I, you know, maybe get that out to some schools? Cool. You're not really going to get no offers, man. I'm not going to give you the film. All right, cool. Went to a junior college. Funny story is, this goes back to everything I'm talking about, right? They told me I couldn't do it. I went to a junior college, still had to go through, you know, because I was still growing as an athlete. You know, right. I started at, in ninth grade, so I was, I was behind. Right. So it wasn't until my second year at JUCO where I started, okay, getting a little better, got a little bigger hit 200 pounds, six foot. So now it's like, okay, about a, I had about like nine to 10 offers at the end of it, you know, from division three all the way up to division one. So like a whole bunch of different schools. And I went, it felt so good to go back to my school and like, just tell the coach, like, man, here, like, check this out, man. I even went to the page. Like, it was like, uh, have you heard of scout.com? Yeah. Like where they basically have like all the top recruits. Mm -hmm. Like I was on there. I'm like, all right, bet. Let me check this out, coach. It was so dope to like see his face and like, I don't know if it was disbelief. I don't know if it was like hating. I don't know what it was, but for that person to tell me I couldn't do that and right. then to go back and say, I, I figured it out, that felt good. So I've always been that type of person to where I need to figure something out. Like if I'm not doing something right now, if I'm if I'm idle, I need to figure something out to do something. I'm, I'm that type of person. Right. So I will say that I've always taken criticism a certain way for sure. <clears throat> so you're a, have you heard of a like fixed and grow, gro growth and fixed mindset? Yes and no. I've heard of it, but I don't know too much about it for sure. So there's a there's a book called Mindset by Mindset something by Carol Dweck. Really good. Anyway, one of the books that really helped me out. But she talks about how some people have a fixed mindset where they think you just the way you born that that way. So if you're they're gonna you know they're gonna defend themselves at all costs. They're not gonna be open to feedback because they don't want to admit that they're not you know, great because they don't believe they can be great, but a growth mm. mindset person believes they can just learn anything. They can grow. Right. So they'll be like, Oh, tell me I'm bad. I'm not good at something so I can grow. And somehow you got that growth mindset early. The That's book right. is really good because it talks about how to properly teach kids because a lot of schools call kids stupid and what's wrong with you. And they're, they're teaching them a fixed mindset. Sure. They're saying, Hey, you're For dumb. Sure. They're not saying, Hey, let's work on this. You can get better. You can learn. You can learn to be a great artist even. You can learn sure. to draw. You can learn to dance and not be a good dancer. You know, there might Inspiring be Inspiring you to be 
the best version of yourself, whatever, whatever your art form is, right? The best version of yourself. And, you don't get yeah, that. You exactly. don't get that at under, underprivileged schools, for sure. And Hollywood movies kind of, uh, you know, they kind of uh, uh, love to um, dramatize this fixed mindset because mm. movies are exciting when it's like, oh, I magically became a great player. Like someone touched me, a rock hit, hit me on the head. They don't show like the reality of an athlete where the greatest athletes are the hardest workers and they right. have to grind and people were telling them they can't do it. Right. Now we're seeing it more like, you know, with all the documentaries and now yeah. you see like behind the stardom. Like when I was growing up, I thought, thought they were just good. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Damn, these guys are just so good. They're just tall and they're just good. Yeah. I didn't realize like, no, dude. Yeah. Michael Jordan's like the first one to practice and the last one to leave and all the grind and yeah. what they put in and how they were even doubted at times. You know what I mean? It's it's cool to hear like when I hear about Kobe's like story, yeah. like, you know, his, his thing, like, and I heard it for so many years. It was like, bro, he was the first one in the gym. First one in the gym. Like, I, I think it was like an all-star, don't quote me, but I, my friend told me about it. it was like an all-star game. One of his all-star games with LeBron's first year in an all-star, the, uh, the USA. There you go, the USA team. Mm. And um, I guess they were like, Kobe told them, hey, if you guys want to win, you know, whatever it may be, meet me at the gym at five. When they all pulled up at five, he was already in there drenched in sweat. And to me, I'm like, dude, you're the first one in there. Already shot 500 buckets, drenched in sweat. You're about to practice again. Right. And then later on, you're about to play like and then at night after the game, you're going to go shoot some more. That mindset is dope to me. And, right. I, and I'm uh, that's one thing I'm working on. That's one thing is like I want to do more and right. more. And, and, and that's the thing that like you you like, like tightening the screws, man. man, man, for sure. Like like I told you, I don't like to be idle. Like I need yeah. to do something at all times. So you just you're just sharpening the sword, man. Yeah. Right? As you get older. For sure. That's the type of person you are. Yeah. Like you're going to start doing like crazy meditative yoga and like you're just gonna keep you're gonna be floating in the air soon like um like you always take into there's I'm, people I'm like laughing. that no i'm laughing They're, because yeah because athletes like that like steph curry yes or kobe kobe, go, medita kobe fucking, meditated yeah they'll go fucking find some you know some like crazy sport the main athlete in that sport and go hey what do you do Right. Like they're constantly studying that shit. For sure. You know, they're, they're going to lengths people don't understand. Yeah. So you, you're kind of that mentality. Try, yeah. like you're constantly trying to turn tighten the screw, it up. tighten the screws. Yeah. And, and I laugh because recently I've been into meditation a lot. And it's dope. Like, I love it, man. And I was even talking to my wife and a couple of my friends about, um, I've always been into martial arts and kung fu. Like, I did it when I was a kid, but it was so on and off. Like, I would go, and then not go, go. So I didn't really learn the craft. Yeah. But um, I'm, I don't know what it is about, like, the Shaolin temples. And, like, it's just dope to me how their their mindsets, like, the mindset, man. it's crazy, man. Like, the, the mental strength them dudes have. Like, they punch trees. They get, you know what I mean? They stand there and get hit with bamboo sticks under, like, to have that type of mental fortitude, right? It's ridiculous, man. Right. And they and they live with respect and love and kindness, like and patience and man and kindness, know? right? For like sure, it's, for sure. It's and I think cool, that's man. I, I want to adopt that, that and try to find a way to, you know, because strength and peace together. Yes, man. Like, like a lot of my peace and strength. A lot of my networking has come from just me as a person. They're mm -hmm. like, you know, it's not like I'm like the greatest at anything I do, but I'm just a dope ass person. And I'm not like trying to say anything like, you know, cocky or anything like that. But from what, you know, a lot of people, I've, I don't like to burn Advertise bridges. Advertise your skills, man. I told you, <laughs> don't, modesty is overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
say what you think and let people say, no, you're not that. And then go, oh, really? Yeah. Tell yeah, me why not. I'm no, not it is your personality, that. man. Yeah, for sure. Well, I could tell. Same with me, though, in terms of people want to work with people they like. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. You know, people pay attention to bedside manner way more than results even, to be honest. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the right thing, but that is human nature. So people are gravitate toward people they connect with. You know what hmm. I mean? So for sure, energy. You do have the, the energy, the the uh, personality, the charisma to to sure. bring people together like that, man. For sure, appreciate you know it, mean? man. Yeah, appreciate it, for man. Sure. for sure. Let me ask, have you have you ever thought about uh like like uh, running a boys and girls club? Like an actual boys and girls yeah. club? Yeah. Not I know really. that sounds kind of like. Yeah, not really. Uh, how do I explain this, man? I don't like people telling me what to do. Yeah. So like every corporate job or like gotcha. every job I've had, I've quit like myself within like a month or two. And I'm like, you know She's what? She's like. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, well, that's I just what, don't, you know. Yeah, like, I got out of corporate, man. I man. was an accountant. Yeah. You know, I, just so I understand. For sure. Yeah, man, and it's, it's like, for me. and it's not like. The most recent corporate job I had was working at a group home. Um, it was dope because I was able to help youth. These were really youth that were struggling with real yes. life problems. Forget sports, like life problems, you know, right. that was a dope job. Yeah. But then I got to a level, like I think it was called a level 14, which is like the kids that are robbing people, right, killing right. people at a young age. So right. I went to that facility and it was like, the little kid spit on me. I was like, bro, I almost like beat the kid up. Like, I'm like, I might go to jail here. Like, so I'm like, you know, let me, take my <laughs> just, let me just quit this job really quick and start training. And I just took that leap of faith. And it was yeah. like, man, started training and my boy opened up a facility. He was like, do you want to be a partner? Yeah. It's like, Is I, that the one that I, London I do trained in? Yes. Well, I trained London and Cody, yeah. the district sports performance. So now that's- What is it called? District sports performance. Okay. District or the district. Yeah, the district. So um, we call it DSP. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's- and that is our community center right now. Because if you walk into the gym right now, you have the nonprofit going on, right? You got the kids school okay. going on. You got like, there's uh, we got independent contractors that are training there. And they have clients that are like actors, lawyers, musicians. And it's like, dude, like Rick Ross's manager was in there. Like uh, one of Drake's songwriters is in there. Like it's like some high-end people, comedians in there, and actors in there. So it's pretty dope for the kids to be in that environment. It's not right. quite like the community center that I've envisioned. But it's a great start. Right. You know, so and, and and my boy AJ, he's actually like he's on the board of the nonprofit and I'm, you know, part owner in his business. So it's like we're working, you know, together on this, you know, and it's and it's dope to just see how it's how it's slowly growing. You know, so I will say like the nonprofit itself hasn't gotten to where I want it to be. But like as of right now, you know, we stationed in, in two schools, two underprivileged schools for the 2021-2022 school year. So for us, that's a step forward. And that's good. You know. The funding isn't fully there just yet, but it's such a great start to have two public schools and their basketball, football programs be on board with us and really say, you know what? I believe in this. Yeah, That's pretty dope because now we look down the line, you know, two, three years down the line, we may have LA, every LAUSD school, you know, with our program in it. So it's I just- I really think blocks. you're on the right track, man. Yeah. I really do. And by the way, because I've, I've been in corporate and we used to do like, did a lot of, I had a lot of different experiences, finance, mergers and acquisitions. Right. <clears throat> then I started getting into my own businesses, film production. Like I ran an indoor soccer facility. Like we bought one yeah. and ran it. So I, I tried that too. Like I like coaching kids and I was just trying to figure myself out. The point I'm trying to make is 
all of those undertakings are so overwhelming. Right. It's better to take things piece by piece. Like you're learning, you're allowing yourself to like learn how to run, you know, a training facility with a community feel before you go and try to bite off everything. Right. Once you master this level, you go, okay, now let's add something else. Let's figure out how to get grants. Let's figure out how to get into additional schools. For sure. It's like a building process. For man. sure. For sure. You're definitely. It's hard to stay patient. And for <laughs> someone like you, almost impossible. Yeah. I'm really, it's really hard for me to be patient with myself. Yeah. Like, you know, and because we're competitive, it's, it's really hard to take and just go, it's okay. Take your time. Like, it's hard, but that is the reality. For sure. And if you're doing what you love and you're learning, you're in the right place. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. If you What's weren't it? doing what you love and you were like, I just can't stand this anymore, then I'd say, and now you got to change. Now you got to do something different. What's that phrase they say? Pressure, what is it? Pressure creates diamonds or pressure, yeah. right? Something in that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's real, you know? It's real, also, um, you need these experiences, these lessons, and I'm sure you're making a lot of mistakes. Because if you're not, then you're not learning. You're not trying to be innovative. There's no way you're not going to make mistakes if you're trying to do something new. That's a good How did idea. you figure out to be a trainer to even like pursue athletics or was it just like we're always good at sports? Like what was your, how'd you figure yourself out? Looking back at it now, I've always been helping. So my brother actually played Pop Warner. He's, we're seven years apart. I'm, I'm older than him by seven years. And I noticed it looking back at it now, I would leave high school practice in, um, North Hollywood, I went to Grant. High school football practice, take the bus and go to my brother's football practice in Van Nuys. And I would just help out. I wasn't like a coach on a roster or nothing. I would just help out little drills here and there. And I was cool watching the kids like get better. And it wasn't just only my brother, it was all the other kids, right? And it comes full circle in life. It's crazy because those kids now, a lot of those kids are in the program. <laughs> so it's like, hey, I coached you when you were little. That's crazy. So I think I've always had I've always wanted to help people. Cause even like when I went to college, I would come back like one summer, my junior year in college, sophomore year in college, I came back cause I went to school in Missouri. So I came back for the summer and I was like, you know, let me go to Balboa Park and see if I can coach a flag football team. So I started coaching, boom. Helped out, won a ship with that kid, with that team. That was pretty cool. Um, so it was like, I was always looking back now, I've always been helping. So I'm like, it's probably what it is, man. I need to help people somehow. So, and I, it's just, um, to answer your question as far as how did it, why sports, I, I just think it's, like I said, I got done playing ball and I was just training my brother and it just turned into something. Like it was just, the kids started gravitating towards me. Like, oh, can I train with you? Can I join in? Sure, give me your report card. Like, it's crazy. And then actually you might um, appreciate this. So my pastor, um, Mark Jackson, who was the head coach for the uh, Warriors, right? Yeah, um, and played a little bit. Yeah, he played too, right? I think number <laughs> three bit. number three in assists Dude. all time, right? So he... Um, <laughs> I watched Mark Jackson <laughs> back in the day, man. Yeah, I remember like him. magic. He's He was, from what I heard, Dude. man, he was nice. He was nice with it. So he had told me one time, and I'll never forget, you have an ear for the youth. And I was like, I didn't know what that meant at the time. This was right. like 2015, 2016. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what that means, bro. Like, what are you talking about? But now at 30, 31, going on 32, I'm like, damn, I see what he was talking about. These kids really do listen. 
Right. Like they when relate it, to you. They, you exactly, know how to relate to Exactly. Them. That's what it and is. And that's why you want to chip when you went and coach flag football. Because <laughs> when you said that, sure. I'm like, I know why, probably. Because yeah. you knew how to rally the kids and the yeah. other teams probably had some like old dad that they didn't really relate to. Right. You know how to relate to the kids. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. I feel like I'm I'm good at that too. You know, we, we both, because we empathize. I really love, yeah, I love helping kids figure their shit out, man. For sure. For sure. Just different ways. But I want to also say this, that you said you realize you need, you want to help people. Yeah. It's not a question of helping people. Yeah. Everyone helps people. Every job is helping people. Mm. There ain't no job you can name that isn't there to help someone. Right. It's how you want to help people. That's the question. Right. That's the thing you got to answer. How do you want to help other people? You want to cook. You want to be an ambulance driver. You want to be an entertainer. It's mm. all helping other people. For sure. And if you're not doing it the way you like doing it, you're going to be shitty at it. You like doing it in this. This is how you help people the best by coaching and motivating youth. The sure. future of our, of our, of our fucking world, man. Right. The youth are the future. If we fuck up, if we fuck them up, we're fucked. <laughs> Even us yeah. old people are yeah. fucked because they, they're going to be in charge and we're going to be like, fuck, what are you doing? Right, right. Yeah. You can't fucking let the kids down, man. Yes. Yeah, we we got to do our part. For sure. Or we don't have to, but I want to because I want to have a nice, smooth landing, you know, in my old age. I want the world to be nice with it. <laughs> do you follow somebody on Instagram? A uh, sad guru. Indian dude yeah. with the long beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking. He said something to me, or not to me. He said something on yeah, his phone. He spoke on, to on, you, Yeah, though. he spoke to me, though. <laughs> um, he actually said, from 12 to 24, we're learning discipline in life. From 24 to 48, we're trying to find ourselves. Ooh. From 48. From 48 to the end of it is when we're trying to enjoy it. And I thought about that because what you just said, like, I want smooth landing. So, like, right now I'm in that phase of, like, who am I? You yeah. know, who am who, who's Chris Aguado? Who am I? Like, I know what I do, but who am I? Right. And, and I, it, man. Exactly. So, I think that's, like, that stood out to me. So, I'm like, man, you know what? Just chill, bro. Like, you yeah. got till 45. Yeah. <laughs> just you know chill. how old I am, by the way? How old? You, you want me to my guess? My birthday's December 4th. You know how old I'm going to turn? Guess. You said my 40s and you said my 30s. So just because of that, I'm going to say 51. Well, thank you. Oh, no, not thank you. I was anticipating <laughs> a lower. That's fine. 48. Okay, okay. Doesn't matter. The okay. point is you just said from 24 to 48, you're finding yourself. So I'm yeah. like, damn, I'm right on time. I'm right on time, <laughs> right. So See, man? That thing, man. It, I feel like I just found found myself like more confidently, more clearly. Yeah. Like it was always there. I was always kind of helping people in that way. But I wasn't like able to say, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. Until I started this podcast and, and got like 12, 13 episodes deep. That's when I was like, oh, this isn't just like, yeah. you know, what the hell is this? I'm like, this is real. And like we're going hard at this. Yeah. Like I love this. Like this yeah. makes me feel some type of way. Right. So yeah. just yeah. it's it's a it's a journey, man. It's a journey finding yourself. You gotta sure. go through your experiences too. You can't sure. replace experience. You can't replace experience. We were just talking about that. Like, it's no offense to younger people, but like, 
you know, Josh is 24. When he's 48, he's going to be a killer. I'm not saying he's not a killer now, but he's going to be like, if he thinks he knows some shit now, just wait till he's 48. He has another lifetime to get to 48. And I'm just saying, like, you just can't fast forward that many experiences. It's not to take away from a young person's experience. I'm open to everyone's input, but, you know, that's why I agree with what he says. Even though, even if you have a career, you're still kind of building up who you are that first 48 years. That's crazy. Yeah. That kind of gives me hope, James. Like, shit, I'm not that far. <laughs> I thought, damn, I got a late fucking start. But oh, fuck man. Shit, I'm right on time, Chris. Yeah. Thank you for that. I heard name. Hey, sad guru. I don't care if you even misquoted it. <laughs> no, you that's exactly how that. I quoted it. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> no, that's the, I'm, I'm telling you because I, yeah. I, I use that a lot with my daughter because she's 13 and I'm like, baby, right now you are building discipline. Yeah. So you need to stop all this excuse making. You need to stop all this laziness. You need to stop all the the pity. Oh, I got to go through the trash. Like, you know, it's like right now is where we start to figure who you really are. You got to, you got to discipline your, excuse me. You got to discipline yourself at these, these next, you know, 10 years in order to now find yourself the following 24 years after that, you know? So that, that's really, I've been using that a lot with my daughter, man. Just. Can I know. respectfully disagree a little bit with the advice? But <laughs> Let's speak on it. I don't actually agree with that. Now that I think about it, because I want to make sure, because it's maybe a dangerous, actually. I'm happy to have a debate with him. For sure. If he wants. I think you should be always fucking finding yourself, man. Like, I'm fine. I'm I'm already helping my three-year-old. He knows is. who he is, man. Yeah. The dude loves sports. He's probably going to play ball. Basketball. He's like all into, he sees Cody and he's like, he's watching him play. And Cody was like that, so I'm like, oh. But to that like, though, is yeah. is that really who he is, or yeah, is that man. Cody's passion and he's no, watching no. Cody? You know what I mean. I have other kids. They didn't. You can't force that. I don't force my kids. I'm like, don't do shit you don't want to do. I made Cody earn playing club ball. By the way, I don't just go. Oh, I don't do that. Right. He's like, I want to play club, club daddy. When he was eight, I'm like, two years, train yourself, and then if you do that, I'll sign you up. I was like, because I'm like, it's a lot of work, dude, and it's expensive. So you got to show sure. me. Don't be like, oh, sign me up, dad. And he did. So I'm like, all right. My other kids didn't do that. You know, they weren't into it. So that's Mm -hmm. fine. I'm saying, trust me, man. They have personalities. Of course. You should be looking when they're one or they're playing with trucks. It doesn't mean I'm going to be like, oh, that's it. They're into trucks. No, that might be something. They're stepping stone to something. But you got to pay attention. They're building blocks. They're like, they like Legos. When they're five, when they're seven. And I think one of the things the school system's doing wrong, they don't take kids on field trips at all. They don't expose, at least make them watch YouTube videos every day of a different career. They're not exposing them at all to like, hey, what do you like, Johnny? Yeah. They're basically just testing you and telling you you're stupid if you're not good at that test. They're not like, hmm, maybe, you know, Johnny's into makeup or maybe Johnny's into, you know, fashion. You're not exposed to that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So- I'm just saying, like, to Maybe. say you're just building your discipline. Right. I do. I agree with it in in the sense. I think making my kids earn what they get is very powerful. Like, you want candy? Then, I'll, okay, you want to go to Chuck E. Cheese? I want to see you really try hard in daycare. Sure. My three-year-old. And the lady was like, the, or the daycare lady was like, 
did you like promise him check? I go, yeah, because he was asking about it. And she goes, he's been really good this week. Like, <laughs> like because he, he, once he started understanding how to earn something, because yeah. he wasn't ready for that. Now he's like, oh, I can earn something at the end of the week. It's a concept. So he's like now able to do that. So discipline by sure. earning stuff. Yeah, but also you should always be helping them find who they are. Who they are, for sure. Take them to a music studio. Take them on the movie set. I took my kids on the movie set. Uh, like Cody's an actor. He loved, that's like his second passion. He loved the movie set, but he wasn't like, I got to be on a movie set every day. Some people, when they go to a movie set, go, what the fuck is this? And they fucking show up day after day after day. So how would they know if they never were sure. at a movie set yeah. or went to the beach to see a surfer? Like, you know, she connects kids, the surfer, that surfer chick, Mimi, connects kids with like free surfing lessons, like underprivileged kids, by the way. Mm -hmm. So if you have any like kids that are like, oh, I want, always wanted to ride a wave. There you go. Go try that shit. Yeah, for sure. If you don't try it, you'll never know. You might be 68 years old going, finally going to the beach going, shit, I wanted to do that. <laughs> I wish I had known sooner. I agree because... I've always loved instruments. I've always loved music. Music makes me happy. And I never learned how to play an instrument. <laughs> I was never even exposed to it. See, they took away all the fucking so arts, like, man. I would say the best I would have is like, you know, Congo drums, the the maracas, you know, all type of, I play with those instruments, but like playing around, you know, like I never really got a chance to like, I want to learn how to play the piano. I want to learn how to play the Congo drums. I want to learn how to do Have you been in a studio, music studio? Yeah. For sure, I, I, the studio is dope. I love being in there. It's Have you been in there like producing music or just you saw it? <laughs> I, uh, there was a little stint in my life after high school to where it was like, I got to make money because my girl's pregnant right away. So uh, 18, trying to figure it out. I, I gray shirted my first year of college football. So I'm like, uh, let me just be a rapper. So I, started, so I started rapping. All right, drop some lines. Yeah, I start, man. You weren't a good rapper? Man, listen, I will produce. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to make the beat, man. You like making beats? I just like like harmonies. I like hearing different. Like when I, you know, when I play a song, I'm like, oh, damn, this is, this is a cool song. And it's everything from like Armenian music to salsa music to Afro beats to rap, hip hop, R&B, like just different. So producing. Man, would you want to take an artist and help them produce music or you would just produce your own? I would want to learn how to actually mess around with the stuff first. And then from there, like, you know, any artist that want to come and get some, you know, I have a beat or whatever and you want to lay something down. Here you go. You know, right. I, I don't mind helping out, but I wouldn't do it for like. Like a, as a career, I would do it just for like myself, you know, what I mean, because I've always actually like enjoyed music always. Well, sure. often if it's something you want to do for yourself, that becomes a career. And you're kind of like, I feel like you're kind of like, because you're not a musician or a music producer, you're kind of like, oh, I'm just doing it for myself. But the truth is, I'm just saying, I'm not saying you're this amazing music producer. Yeah. I'm saying you're never going to know. You may be like, point. dude, I've seen crazy shit in this life. We could be doing an interview in three years and, and going, Chris, can you fucking believe it? Fuck two Grammys. <laughs> hey, that's remember that that's interview real. we had. That's real. And you're like, yeah, you know, I just want to like do some music. For you don't really know. You might have like a that might be your hidden talent, right? That you never like tapped into. 
right? Sure. And you fucking have a, a nose for music like Simon Cowell and you pump out like three smash hits. Shit, or 2 Chains. <laughs> 2 Chains came in the game at 30, what, 34? 35, something like that. 2 Chains came in the game late. See? So I'm like, hey, you were hooping overseas and, you know, God knows what else. And then you start rapping. Now you See? But the key is to do it for you, like you right, said, right. and then let that drive. And then if you happen to be good at it, then great. Then it'll take, you know right. Then it'll right. take you somewhere for sure. Cause that's the, that should be the foundation for any money making endeavor. Mm -hmm. Shit. I'm going to do this cause I love it. And then how do I monetize this shit? Cause I love doing it all the time. If you love doing it all the time, you'll figure out a way to monetize. Yeah, for sure. Going back to like the, the school systems, like school systems, when I was in high school, we had like wood shop, metal, right. agriculture, ceramics, like, Nowadays, I tell a kid, like, do you guys still have the agriculture spot? Agriculture? No, that's like, that's what just a classroom. Like, <laughs> you guys still have ceramics? Nah, no. What's, what, what electives do you have? Spanish, right. English. I right. mean, uh, well, they'll say like languages right. or like art. Right. But it's like, what, like happened to, what happened to cook? What happened to chefing? Right. And all these, you know, classes that we had. Like, oh man, it's, it's really sad. It's crazy. Like, they're not teaching kids the basics of like living their life. They should be teaching emotional intelligence too. Yeah. In my opinion, like elementary school should be how to be, how to be in a relationship, meaning how to talk to your friends, how to express yourself if you're not happy with something, like how to be assertive without being aggressive. Like how come mm -hmm. they don't teach you that? Even like, that hey, part. if you have a later when you're a, a partner or relationship, here are some, you know, tips on like how to handle tough situations, how to have difficult conversations. They just like let you graduate and free go. Here you go. You don't know how to fucking pay yeah. the bills. You don't know who you are. Yeah. You've never gone on a field trip to even know what the fuck am I going to even do after high school? What am I going to major in even? You should already know that shit. You should be doing like, you know, uh, on the job. Like, you know, you should have an elective where you're going out to different jobs, going yeah. out to field trips, figuring out, hey, what environment do you like? Do you like being in a music studio? Shit, something, man. For sure. They, yeah. they don't do any of that. They just like thrust you into college and force you to pick a major. And then you're like, and then you're signing up for a career. You don't even know what it is for the rest of your life. Yeah. What is this, an arranged marriage? The fuck? Can we date first? Can I just go work there? Figure How it come out, they don't yeah. have a, like, there's countries that actually make you do internships before you can graduate. That makes so uh, much fucking sense. Yeah. Oh, you, you, you want to be an accountant, do you? Go work for six months. Come back and tell me you still want to be an accountant. Then right. we'll talk. I wish someone did that. They would have saved me, but they don't want that. They want their check. They don't want to discourage me from becoming an accountant. School is preparing you for corporate world. Yeah, man. That's that's what that is. So, just, <clears throat> so you got to take control. Yeah, for sure. Watch a lot of YouTube. For sure. Follow people that you want to be like. DM them. Ask them. Work for them for free. Instead man, of going that to college. Part, that part. That part. Serious, sure. man. Like, don't go to college and go, I think I want to be like a trainer that has like a community center. Go work for Chris for six months for free. God damn it. Right, don't sign up real. for a college first sure. and then realize I just want to be a trainer. And I know you're not just a trainer because like I have trainer friends. We've had a great trainer on coach James who is like <clears throat> embodies a trainer. Like, he just loves the art of training. You are more than like, not that you're more than training. It's just, you aren't like a trainer artist. You're the artist of 
helping the youth, helping the youth get to the next level, figuring out their shit. More of a life coach. Yeah, next level, meaning like, I also see like next level of like life too. Yeah, I'm glad you, yeah. you know, you stopped yourself there from saying next level of sports. Because right, a lot of no. the times it's like, man, you guys go to NHO or go to the district so that you can go to the league or go pro, go D1. It's like, what if they just want to train and get better? Exactly. And then like when they graduate, they just want to figure it out. Like, or, or in the meanwhile, you know, we have good conversations about what do you like? Right. Because a lot of our training sessions, you know, I know all my kids. Like I, I, I knew Cody like acting. Yeah. Because he told me when I- Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, the, See, are, like Coach James and other coaches I know, and there's nothing wrong with this. They love coaching it elite athletes that's their competitive side like so sure. nothing wrong with that for you training is a component of the life coaching thing you love doing you know what i'm saying for sure you're not like oh i gotta train elite athletes hey that's great if you're an elite athlete i'm happy to coach you you're a person if you're or if you're just a kid trying to you know build self-esteem shit even better right right like you you're like the more the i feel like if they went straight for the life coaching, you'd be down for that too. If they said, hey, man, can we skip to like training and just, can you just take me under your wing? You'd be like, hell yeah. <laughs> You'll be at my house at barbecue. Yeah, especially if they're paying. I'm just saying, hey, huh? I want you to coach my son, like life coach my son. Right. Right? Wouldn't that be exciting for you? Yeah, that'd be cool. See? That'd be cool. That's, yeah, that's cool for sure. Yeah. I just think the only I have to find balance with that though, yeah. because it's like, I also have to understand that I have two kids with one on the way, you know? So it's like, yeah. all right, man, I also can't forget about my own. Oh, of course. You know, so that's one thing with the whole like life coaching. If I get deep into it, I, I just want to I'm saying you right. gotta, you gotta monetize. For sure. You just have to. Yeah. Or you're gonna have to, if you can't monetize the thing you love doing, you're gonna have to go get a regular job. And right. then you're not doing the thing that you're best at. So instead, you know what I mean? You can't give it out you. for free. I got you. That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to figure out the business model that can bring the fuel that your car needs, bro. You can't be like, well, we're going to, we're going to run on like, you know, hopes and dreams here. Sure. You got to be like, okay, who can pay good money for my services? Do I have something to offer? And then you got to find those clients. Like I said, but then balance it. So the, the life coaching, I don't think is like, I think it's still, it's a paid service. It's for sure. what your company does for, you know, for young athletes. For sure. You know, for the youth and especially for youth athletes. You know, that's true. That's true. There's actually, man, talking about my son's football team, man, there's a, a kid on the team that I feel for because he's always crying, man. He's like, he'll fall, cries. Like first game, he got hit in the shoulder wrong, start crying. Like, like why is this kid crying right. so much? Right. Some issues going out of him. And so now I can, okay, now I can empathize with you for sure. Okay, you're five and you're crying like this for everything. And then one time, you know, at practice, I tell him, hey man, run to the tree and back because you're not focused. Comes back tearing up. Like, I'm no good at this, man. I suck at everything. I'm like, whoa, shit, damn. Break it down, start talking to the kid. Now he only cries one time at practice as opposed to five times. But that's, that's, that's gains for me. You know, I see like, I so can tell. self-esteem is he, like, man, he's. Is somebody going, you ain't shit. I think that's what it stupid. is, you know. And, and I don't want to speak too much on it because I don't yeah. know the full story. Sure. But from what I hear, it's a lot of issues at home. And, and for me, it's like, like, dang, that's messed up. Like, you're five, bro. 
and you're going through, you're feeling like this. Like you're really feeling like you're not shit. Like we talked about earlier. You're really feeling like you're not shit. But last week he scored a touchdown. You know what I mean? That was pretty cool. The kid was like, ah, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's dope to just see that development. So yeah, I think to your point, yeah, for sure. You know, man, yeah, it's deep, deep stuff, man, for sure. You know, um, I would kind of say that I was quite similar in a way because it was never, you know, mom was always working hard, you know, grandma was there working as well, but it was like trying to find myself as a young kid. It was like, dang, like I didn't really get the whole you're not shit thing, but it was like, I also didn't get nobody telling me like you are something. So it was like, ah, can I do that? Right. I've always been confident, but like sometimes it's like that self-esteem at times will kick in and it's like, you know, you don't, you're confident in yourself, but I, you know, I don't know. I'm still like hesitant, you know, until I got a little older and I started realizing how everything was coming together. You know, oh, okay, I can do this. Or, or I can do that too. Oh, okay, I'm actually smart. School, it, it's not school, it's me. I'm lazy. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. You're it's, getting it's, those victories, man. When you get man, those little wins, that's how you build real confidence. For sure. It's hard to have real confidence. You, you know, you get confidence from like putting in work. Because if you work on yourself, that builds confidence because you go, wow, I put in a lot of work. And then getting little wins. Until you actually get a win, you're like, I don't know. Can I really do this? How do you know? Right. If you've never won in that thing or never done that thing, you can't know for sure that you're going to be able to do it. <laughs> no matter how much you tell yourself, I can do it. It's not real confidence. It's it's fake you know, smoke. built up <laughs> confidence that you need to. Like, you know, fake it till you make it because yeah. you got to act. You got to put in the work before you win. Right. But when you start getting little wins, then you go, oh, like, you know, I'm doing something. Okay, right. that worked out. Oh, that that worked. Oh, I helped this person. You know what I mean? And then you start you start building that momentum. Shit. You know, and, and it doesn't have to define you, man, if you weren't supported in that way. But you do have to put in the work. Sure. I learned build, that. I learned that with science. Do the self, you know, the, the inner work, <laughs> like we were talking about with that surfer chick, man. You that's actually the inner work. To be honest, that's actually pretty dope, man. To yeah. do something at at that age and just take a leap of faith at 40, 45, man. That's crazy. That's dope, though. See, so that's you dope. got plenty of time. Oh man. yeah, shit, you're ahead yeah. of the game. <laughs> yeah, way ahead of the game. You got plenty yeah. of time. You know, don't take taking your time it, too long. Taking it one day at a time. clock is ticking, though. One day at a time. One day at a time. Attack each day. One day at a time. That's, Absolutely. That's just how I do it. Like, man, today I have to figure something yes. out. I got to make moves today. Right. You know. And every day is sort of like a lifetime in that you're kind of like born in the morning. So take it. I'm only saying that to like, I do that just to take advantage of the day. Like, hey, man, don't waste this lifetime. I get Because you don't know if tomorrow's coming. So you only really have today, so make the most of every day. Take it one focus, be in the now, do what you can now. Yeah. You know, plan a little bit, put it in the calendar, and then come back to the now again and make the most of like today. And like you said, every day. For sure. One day at a time. One day at a time, meaning don't don't start thinking about tomorrow now when you have an opportunity to like today. take advantage yeah. of this conversation. Don't start thinking about Next week, you got to pack. You got to, you're going to, you're not going to take advantage of this opportunity. For sure. You know For what sure. I mean? That's, that's a lot of people, you know, it's mindset yeah. to where they think about 
that's where stress really comes from, though. Like, it's right. the whole, like... Thinking about the past. Like, oh my God, I should have like, done something. Should have, could have, would have. Or I'm going to. I cannot wait till such a, like... Anxiety. Just chill, bro. <laughs> Take it a day at a time, man. Bro, I learned that, man. And it, it, it's like all these teachings come back to the same thing. The whole being the moment, in the now. Yes, it's true. It's a practice, though. Right. You're never really... You're never really fulfilled and happy if you're not in the now. Serious. That's why we like entertainment. That's why we like sports. We're not thinking about tomorrow. We're not thinking about what we should have done. We're like, oh shit! High fiving people, drinking. Like you're in the now, baby. You're yeah. Experiencing. That's why it feels good. Yeah. That's why music feels good. The only things that feel good are the things that pull you into the now. Mm-hmm. When you're in the zone, when you're painting, when you're dancing, but you're really dancing. You're not. Are they judging me? Oh God, what did I do? I should have done that. Right, move. right. But when you're really like, oh, dancing, <laughs> when you're really in the conversation, yeah, yeah. that's like the times of our lives, man. So I realized that I'm like just trying to maximize being in the now as much as possible. You can't always be perfect. Sometimes you right. get stressed out, but I definitely got better, man. I'm telling you, but it's rare that it grips me too long for like minutes more than like 15 20 like seriously like i'm usually good at pulling myself back into like like the now meaning even if i'm working okay focus on what i'm doing embrace it if i'm washing the dishes be in the now washing the dishes seriously like for sure that's what meditation is meditation is being in the now it's the practice of being the now it's the practice of bringing it back to the breath why? Because it's just a consistent, basic thing that's always there. So it's there to like distract you from thinking about tomorrow or what you should have fucking done, which is no. ridiculous because you should have done exactly what you fucking did. <laughs> Obviously, sure. it fucking happened. Duh. Why, why fucking dwell on it? Done. Learn from it. Game film. Game film? Okay. Oh, I should. Oh, I missed the fucking cut. All right. That's it. There's no point in dwelling on it. The game's done. And you needed to lose that game, motherfucker, so you can learn how to fucking cut properly. <laughs> you wouldn't learn to cut properly if you won the game. Stop yeah. dwelling on it. Oh, oh, we should have won. No, you shouldn't have. Should have lost. You know why? Because you fucking did. So obviously right. you didn't do some shit that now you know to do. That's why you lost. Don't say I should have. You should not have done it. You didn't know to do it. Stop beating yourself up. You learned it then. Hello. You're fucking reversing the logic. You learned it by fucking up. <laughs> now you know to do it for next time. Yeah. Done. Let it go. Put down the fucking glass. You know what I mean? Stop holding the fucking glass all day. Yeah, the L, your arm the L for the L for for loss has to be switched to lesson. Like it can't be like, oh damn, I just took an L. Like, no, I took an L. Yeah, that's 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 the lesson, though. Like, I'm I serious. took a yeah. lesson. Yeah, that's my lesson. You lost. Oh, why did you lose? There's a reason why you lost. Like you said, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't cut block. We didn't, we didn't zone how we wanted to. We didn't, we didn't. You know what I mean? We didn't do what we needed to do. You know? Right. So I think that's. Yeah. Be honest with L yourself. Sure. Come on, you can. Here's the thing: you got to believe that you can learn from your mistakes. Yeah. If you don't believe that basic principle, you're going to defend yourself to the grave. I get it. Because if you admit that you're shit and you can't do anything about it, that sucks. But 
if you believe you can learn from your mistakes, go, okay, fine, I didn't do the cut. Fine, okay, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I'll hit the gym. I'll get quicker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just fucking do it. Take responsibility and go do what you need to do to fix it. You heard of, man, uh, Inky Johnson. You heard of him? No. Speaker, like a football player at Tennessee a while back. Got in this big, like, took a hit to where he was paralyzed. His arm oh, is gone. Shit. Right, he has one. He's a motivational speaker now. Yeah. But he, he said something recently. He was like, life is 10% what happens to us. And eight, uh, we said 10% what happens to us and 90% our attitude. So it's like, okay, we took the loss or the lesson. Now, how do we, what's our attitude towards that? Am I complaining and crying about the loss or am I actually like, okay, my attitude is fixed on what did I do wrong, right? Or you taking science, I hate science, by the way. Like it's, it's ironic because, you know, biomechanics is science, but, <laughs> you know, but, um, Growing up, I didn't like science, but it's like I would self-sabotage myself, not study, not do any of that, and then have to retake chemistry and biology all over again. Instead, I didn't like your science teachers. True. I'm not kidding, man. True that. I thought I hated history until college. I had a badass history teacher with my boy Aggie, if you're watching, right? <laughs> and uh, this dude was like explaining history, the why. So I'm like, oh, shit. I don't hate history. I just... Didn't like my teachers, man. They were just no, not for sure. Good I, I, I just I, one, I didn't apply myself, and two, like like you just said, I didn't really have a teacher that kind of like made science fun. Right. It wasn't like it was just like science should periodic be table, you know, like science should be fun because like projects most and all teachers of... probably aren't teaching or maybe shouldn't be teachers, okay, or aren't teaching the right thing, or maybe shouldn't be teachers. <laughs> right. Just saying. So, Chris. <laughs> yes, sir. Your best advice for everybody out there trying to find themselves. Oh man, don't put me on spot, man. No, but um, I would say the best advice for somebody trying to find yourself is whatever. What would you tell yourself? Whatever gives you goosebumps, whatever makes you happy while you're doing it. Um, that's really what you have to kind of keep going towards. And even if it's something that, like, I like this and it makes me happy, but can I really do it? That question that you're asking yourself, that that's okay, that's meant for you. Right. That's don't meant worry for you. About it. Yeah, don't worry about that, man. Cause right. you know, you you gotta take that shot. I love that, for man. Sure. You know what I would tell my kids? I'm just gonna say it. So <laughs> actually the maybe the first time I said it to them. Cause I like to get their attention and I wanna I'm talking to them like buddies, man. I'm trying to prepare them to be adults. So I remember when Cody came to me and he was like, Dad, I got into drama. It was in uh Seventh grade, I think. He got into drama, the drama team, whatever that was doing the after school, right. like the big plays in middle school. And I got into leadership. What should I do? And he goes like, man, like they're both good, you know? And I'm like, well, I said, uh, I said, look, you got to ask yourself, you know, which one are you more excited about? Which one get, which one gets you hard? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> right. And, and right. he's like, oh, definitely drama. drama. And I go, okay. He goes, if you put it that way, I said, like, which one are you guilty about? Like, this is exciting. Basically. However you want to ask it. And that's the one he went for. And that's the one, like, afterwards, he was like, you know, I'm glad I chose that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't overthink it. For sure. Don't overthink it. That was that was the first There's thing. pros and cons yeah, to everything. Sure. I mean, when I stopped playing ball, it was like one of those things to where I'm like, all right, football's done. Now what? Let me go help some kids get to the league. And then that developed to like, 
right, not everybody's going to the league. So let me at least help you get to where you need to be in life. You know, so exactly. that's, that's actually, that's, that's real. That's good yeah. advice for sure, man. Exactly. Just follow your, follow your gut. Yeah. Follow your passion, you know, and sometimes we're not sure what our gut's saying. That's why whichever one seems the more exciting one, the one you're like, oh no, I can't choose that one. That's probably the one you need to choose. Right. I'm telling you. Or the one you can't, knowing that oh, you got that. Not, I need a, I need a backup plan. No, you don't. Plan B. Don't go with the backup plan. Do not go with the backup plan. Why would you go with the backup plan when you have a plan A? I don't get it. Right. Like, well, that's not really like, for example, if somebody thinks they want to be an actor or an actress and they go, well, you know, I can't really, I can't really do that. What do you mean? I mean, if you really want to be an actor, not like, oh, that'd be cool. No, like, I mean, like, I love the art of acting. You know what I mean? Like one of those people that are like, I love embodying characters and empathizing with the character and reading scripts. And if you're sure. that person, don't be like, well, there's so many actors. If that's who you are, if that's the thing that gives you goosebumps, gets sure. you the most excited, For gets sure. you the hardest, whatever, right. makes you the most giddy, like, oh my God, like, sure. I, like makes you feel the most guilty that you're going to make money doing it. If you feel guilty making money, you're probably doing the right thing. Like if you're like, I shouldn't be getting paid for this. This is just too much fun. Right? Like yeah. you're probably doing some shit you should be doing. For sure. That's and how it was not, with this. Yeah. yeah. Early on, it was like, damn, like. People are paying you know, me to I, coach their kids. You know, I love like, coaching I'll train kids. you, man. You know, cool. Mom will be like, oh, man, you know, I, I can't do 30. I can't do 20. I can't, you know. I'm like, damn, like, I feel bad taking their money now. I'm like, yeah. You know, that's kind of. It's rough, you know, and I dealt with pricing for a long time. It's like, I didn't feel right. Like, you know, but then it's just like, you know, a couple people would tell me like, dude, you're good at what you do. Like, you need to charge more, dude. Like, All right, man. So <clears throat> you're always going to be evolving, right? For sure. So the pricing thing is a, is a big deal. For sure. And definitely like, if you don't price yourself, no one else will. And you're basically yeah. telling people what you're worth. For sure. You can say I'm worth a thousand dollars an hour, man. You may not get as many customers, but someone's gonna believe you. If you got that market, and you know, I'm not saying to say that, but if you think that's where you are, if you've been grinding, if you have value, then fucking call it out. I mean, of course, you can give people discounts if you're trying to help people because they have financial, you know, strain or something. But you also, if you can sell your services for a certain price. Mm -hmm then you better go find, find that clientele too. For sure. Not everybody can afford your prices and you got to pay the bills. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, man, you yeah. know, AT&T ain't giving anybody discounts. They're charging you, even their friends. <laughs> so you got to charge. You got to make sure. money. For you sure. I, mean? no, I, I learned that. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. Like, I learned that the hard way. I was like, you can't the first be like, Oh, I feel bad. Oh God. Okay. Well, you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel bad all the way to the poorhouse and back to a job. <laughs> For sure. Back to, a back to the group job. home, man. Back to the group home. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so you like, better, man. you better be like, dude, that it's like a video game. And that's like a test. Like the video games, like testing you, like, you know what I mean? You got to say the video's like, Hey, I can't pay. I can't pay. And you got to be like, all right, I can only take this many. I can't pay clients. <laughs> that's it. 
-hmm. That's my quota right now. That's that's like, you know, my pro bono limit. I got to pay the damn electrical bill and I got to put gas in my car. If you want me to get to training next time, you want me to actually get here or are we going to do it over video? And if you want to do it over video, I got to pay the Wi-Fi bill. For sure. So that also requires money that I don't have if I don't charge you guys for any of my time. Serious, man. And you, you should say, hey, I don't want to leave you without me. And if I don't charge you, you're not going to have me for very long because I'm going to have to go back to work. So I'm doing you a favor by charging you. Trust yeah. me on this. It's going to pay off in the long run when your son is in college and playing ball. whatever. So pay me, God damn it. True. I don't care what you have to do. Learn that shit. I learned that. <laughs> How much is that watch? Too, though. It was like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, do I got a watch? <laughs> so you tell your client, give me that watch. And that, that's three sessions right there. No, I mean, I, I had to learn that from a friend that was like, man, getting, giving people discounts is like, or, or free, whatever it may be. You're like discounting my children. You're discounting my daughter, my child. You know what I mean? Right. I have a family to feed. So if you're asking me for a discount or a price cut, now you're asking me to price cut my own kids. Yeah. Never free. I mean, free you, you know. shouldn't do because you're also making them feel like it's not worth their time and for they're sure. less likely to show up. You got to at least make them put something down. Sure. Put five, like, something down. You can't just, you know what I mean? Because then they feel like, ah, uh, why they're should They're not going to work up? for it. They're not going to work for There's it. There's nothing to lose. You got to, they have to be penalized for not showing up. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they're going to be like, ah. Uh, What's the point? Yeah. It's free. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> but yeah, man, you got to establish that price point and you got to be bold with it. For sure. Because if you come from humble beginnings often, yeah. you know, it's hard to say, hey, hundred bucks an hour. I'm sorry. You know, for I can sure. only take three pro bono clients at once. Or that's what the nonprofit's for. Exactly. <laughs> at the end of the day, that go through the program if you can't afford that's it. That's it. And we only take X amount this semester. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, it's like, I, f- I figured that out. That that yeah. that was my trial and error. It was like, dude, the family's struggling, dude. I got to figure this out. Exactly. Man. You know, so. All right, brother. Well, yes, sir. hey, how do people follow <clears throat> your journey and get involved with, like, you know, your foundation and uh, your nonprofit and how do they support? So right now we actually just finished a an apparel fundraiser to where you know we got hoodies, uh, crew neck shirts, long sleeves to where it's a it's a bonfire link like a fundraiser link, and we're raising funds and you can get apparel, get your apparel and you help a student athlete in need you know. Um, but moving forward, donations we have we always have like events. We got like fundraising events going on. Sometimes we hold host camps, um, big networking events, whatever it may be. Um, but for the most part, if people want to help out, they can follow, you know, our, our tag on IG. The the tag on IG is at N-H-O-I-N-C underscore. Um, N-H-O-I-N-C. I-N-C. Underscore. Underscore. Yes, sir. And then my personal Instagram, yeah. you know, because I kind of, you know, keep those yeah. separate is uh, Chris... Aguado, A-G-U-A-D-O underscore. So it's, you know, if you go to mine, you can see my bio, you see the businesses on there, so you can click on that too. So, um, you know, if you want to follow the journey that, you know, there it is. And, um, you know, I'm not content wise on social media. I'm still trying to work on that and get better at that. But, you know, that's once again, learning from that, learning from, from, you know, the mistakes that I've made. Building, baby, building. Yeah, for sure, man. So yeah, man, just. Rome wasn't built in a day. Man, that part. Amen part 
keep going. Thank you. For sure. You know what I'm saying? For sure. All right, Chris. Good oh, shit. Man. Let's do this again. Yes, sir. Man. I'll be checking in on you. Listen, uh, I might, like you said, three years from now, I might be a producer. I might have a, a little hit. I know? would not be shocked. <laughs> All right, brother. Good stuff, man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. Oh, man. <laughs> this was great, man. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Knock him out the box.